Welcome to today's episode of Let Me Be Brief. I am your co-host, Andy Rieger, joined as always by my good friend, Matt Basinger of Swell Spark. We're in the Let It Fly Media studios and graciously joined by Miss Jackie Wise of M-Prize Bank. Today's guest is someone that we know very, very well. You as the listener hopefully know him as well. His name is Chase McAnulty. Chase is the founder of Charlie Hustle. Chase, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been, you know... It's been a long time coming. I feel like it's been three years since Chase. We asked the we questions here. All right, I'm just Got it. I'm just Got it. feeling self conscious because you didn't call me your best friend because I know that I'm actually your second favorite person at the table right now. Maybe I'm true actually, but um, Chase and I are both drinking our black coffee with whiskey in it, along with uh, Miss Jackie is trying it as well so that she could see the taste of delicious whiskey and delicious coffee, and you are drinking. Uh, water without ice in a coffee mug. So room puts temperature, you in a different category, man. brand bubbly water. There you go. Enjoy it. Chase, uh, for those who have been living under a rock, <laughs> what is Charlie Hustle? What do you do? We sell t-shirts, really, but, uh, you know, we're a storytelling brand. We use the t-shirt as our canvas to do it. Um, I love t-shirts. I collected vintage t-shirts growing up. I was the t-shirt guy in high school. Um, You've sold a bunch of them too. We've sold a bunch of them, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty wild ride we're on, but a lot of fun. Chase, there's a lot of people who sell T-shirts in Kansas City. <laughs> I don't want to get you confused with other folks. Uh, dude, your your story is really special. Catch us up, particularly maybe on just let's just say the last 12 months. Um, you were recently your company has received some accolades, and so. Sure. Um, I think what's really special about you and what you do is, is your company stands for so much more than selling t-shirts. And so maybe tell us before we really dive in, tell us about like what it is you're trying to achieve, what you want to do, what's your goal? Like, yeah, I think, you know, you alluded to the Mr. K award. That was, um, that was a big deal for us, not just in the sense of winning an award, but it was retribution for, you know, everything you started and, and, and tried to build and just being a being an entrepreneur can be a lonely place at times. And so um, we've been building now for 11 years. Actually, this month will be our 11th birthday um, since we launched Charlie Hustle. And um, it's just been it's been a wild ride. It's been cool to 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 grow a business. And, um, you know, we have over 35 employees now at never could have imagined that. And, um, so yeah, I think right now it's, for me, it's about being a better leader and, um, you know, giving, giving people purpose and, and things to do. And we, we, we have a lot to do there. Um, you know, there's no, um, quiet season nowadays. It's, it's constant. So it's been a lot of fun. And there's no quiet season because you guys are strategically <laughs> working with a lot of sports teams and institutions, but let's let's wait and sort of progress to that point. Let's go back yeah. to the days you were collecting T-shirts. What really gave you the idea of saying, I'm going to take my passion, and what year was this specifically that you started to formulate the idea for it? I'm going to take my passion, and I'm going to turn it into a business. And what did that first round of the business really look like? Yeah, it, it's interesting. My mom, uh, she was actually one of the first designers at Gear for Sports. It was It was called Winning Ways at the time. I think it had a Z on the end of it. And when I was 20, 21, I had this company called Wicked Threads with a Z. Horrible name. Um, Very bossy of you. Yeah. yeah. But I was part of this w weird subculture of 
vintage t-shirt enthusiasts, whether it was an 81 Rolling Stones concert tee or 85 Royals tee, whatever it was, they told a story. It, it was a soft fit and feel. It was the tag on the back of the t-shirt or just the simplicity in the design. And there was something that attracted me to that. It wasn't just, um, you know, a t-shirt. It was, it was the story behind it. Who wore it? Um, who bought it at the event? It was, it was secondhand clothing, but you could only get, you know, one at a time of these things. And so we would, we'd sell them on eBay. I was working with rag houses down in Texas that would send a box of like, you'd pay $3 a pound and I'd get 50 pounds of t-shirts sent to my parents' house. So our basement was just flooded with these t-shirts. And, you know, we had fun, you know, small successes. Really that money went to beer money in, in college. Um, but it was teaching me, you know, there's a business here. There's an idea here. Um, and then my mom, she actually had to quit gear for sports. She, she had cancer, passed away about seven years ago. But she got to see the real early stages of, of Charlie Hustle and what I was trying to do. And she was always very um, positive and, you know, going your own route um, and really pushed me. I actually went to design school because of her. Um, got out and took a job out of out of college and hated it, but it was teaching me a skill. And slowly, you know, I was working behind the scenes on this. I'd work till five o'clock. I'd come home. I'd eat dinner, and I'd work till three a.m. on building this this idea, this brand. And Charlie Hustle um, kind of was formed out of that. But so, and and I know a little bit more on the story and one of the most fascinating details that I want you to really go into is when you were going to launch this, you basically came up with, I'm going to make up a number, like 20 concepts of shirts that you really wanted to pick from. Can you sort of tell that story and how that evolved? Because one of the concepts obviously is something that sure wasn't high on the list, Yeah, but ended up being the bread and butter. So when we launched Charlie Hustle, we launched with 16 designs and they were very sportswear focused. Um, you know, we had a South, they were referential sports tees, Southside Hitman for Chicago White Sox, the New York Sack Exchange for the, for the New York Jets. Um, we didn't really have a, a focus. Um, and the 16th t-shirt we launched, um, or the day of launch, we decided to throw the 16th in there just because it looked better on the website. You know, it filled it out. <laughs> and it was this Casey Hart. And the idea behind it was, you know, this could be a fun civic pride symbol for Kansas City. Um, it was an idea kind of derived from the Kansas City Monarchs, um, the patch on the sleeve um, that laid dormant for 80 years. Um, and I sat in a basement in Bray Village and redesigned, redeveloped what this looked like and kind of brought it to a new stage. And little did we know that would be the ticket. Um, but it also pivoted us to focusing on local um, and building here in Kansas City. Um, and, you know, you know how luck happens in business sometimes. You need that. Paul Rudd pops up on national TV um, during the, world, the Royals World Series run uh, in 2014, touting this is his favorite T-shirt. Um, that does a lot for your brand. It was a perfect storm of events for us. And so I remember Salvi hits the 
you know, game-winning hit against the A's down the third base sideline. 13th inning, if I remember. Yes, yeah. Um, of course, uh, were you guys there? I, I was there. I was there. You yep. had to be there. Um, but we left the stadium that night, and my wife and I were seeing all these sales, and we're like, what is this? And it was this, this Casey Hart T-shirt. And we knew the day we launched, we sold 27 T-shirts, and 14 of those shirts were this KC Hart. So we knew we had something here. And, um, you know, we, early on, we had a friend that was working with Big Slick. Um, and they were having the poker tournament at the time. And we planted T-shirts in the hotel rooms of all the guys. And later on, you know, a Danny and the Miracles T-shirt pops up in People Magazine on Jason Sudeikis. And then, you know, it, you allude to... Um, you know, the World Series and, and Paul Rudd and all those, you know, things we've placed really started to kind of come out and perform. And um, it was just cool to see. But uh, I remember my wife and I, we were across from each other at dinner, almost in tears, because we were like, how are we going to fulfill all these orders? Um, and it was a big moment for us. And you just kind of, you figure it out, you grind and, and make it happen. So you go from early stage selling 27 t-shirts in a day, and this is a passion project, right? In addition to your day job, the Royals run in 14 and 15, and all of a sudden, I'm guessing you're not selling 27 t-shirts in a day anymore, right? Yeah. So when you run into this, like, oh my gosh, we have to make thousands of shirts. Yeah. Were you prepared for that? Did you have to go talk to banks like Emprise to say, hey, we need to get more equipment, or we need to figure out, like, this, there's a lot of supply chain conversation now in the midst of the last two years, but sure. I'm guessing you had to figure that out sooner. So what was that transition like? Well, I actually had made the full commitment to, I, I moved back home um, and made the commitment to, let's go build this company. Uh, you know, all the little successes that we had, that I had growing up and, and figuring out, you know, what is this business? Um, I knew I wanted to do it. And I, I, there was a couple other companies, Johnny Cupcakes up in Boston, just amazing what he had done with his brand. He's been in business 25 years now, um, a little cupcake and, and crossbones. That was his logo, but he's made a whole subculture out of it. Homage out of Ohio was a really interesting storytelling brand. And so I had an idea of what I wanted to do based on some of those companies, but um, really, it was asking family and friends. Uh, I remember my mom wrote us a check for $1,000 just to fulfill some orders. And um, we never really took any money, borrowed money. We just kept going. And my wife now um, was living out in L.A. at the time. She was pursuing a, her dance career and doing some really cool stuff out there. But she was getting tired of the audition life. And we had just started kind of dating and she moved back to to build the company with me and we we haven't looked back um and still to this day we haven't borrowed money <laughs> so um it's 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 pretty cool uh, i will give you ten dollars for a ten percent stake in <laughs> maybe emprise bank you know can I, be the one what <laughs> so you start as this t-shirt company and i think that's kind of been like not to say you're running joke but let's touch on some of the things that you're doing outside of that. The Casey Hart has become yeah. kind of this source of civic pride, I think is in 19 or 20 that the Hart became like 
the symbol. Yeah. What has that looked like as far as taking this thing that you've helped create or shed light on and saying, hey, this is, in some ways, this is bigger than Charlie Hustle, and you've wanted that to be the case, right? Yeah. I think a, a big part of the story is the Casey Hart is for everybody. We are just a, a piece of that story. We helped bring it to prevalence using the T-shirt as the canvas. And, um, you know, as, as well as it's done for our business, we've kind of felt a responsibility to give back to our community um, the, the same way they've given to us. So, um, you know, recently you've seen Parade of Hearts, uh, 155 five-foot-tall hearts out in the public that families are going to, you know, take pictures by and, and trying to find them all over the city. That was the idea. I sat down actually with Tucker Trotter over mm-hmm. coffee. Um, this was April 2019, right before COVID. And we said, what, what is the, how do we make it the bat signal for Kansas City? What is the, the Chicago bean for Kansas City? So we're, we're thinking big. And he brought up, you know, the cow parade. And so it was kind of that idea, that coffee date that really set the tone to build the Parade of Hearts. But a lot of other things, you know, um, I heard a story of a mom that had $34 to her name. She couldn't pay rent. Um, She had three kids. COVID had just hit her. Um, And I knew we had a platform to help out. And so we built a campaign called 1K for KC that... um, our goal was to raise 250k and and um, keep families in their home, pay their rents during COVID, um, and and really target um, the families that were struggling during this time because you knew there was more um, more families struggling. So we ended up raising 375k. We paid rent during the holiday season so they can focus on buying presents for their kids or um, getting groceries. And it was just a really cool, I think we paid 120 families rent. We kept eight of them um, out of, uh, two of them out of foreclosure, but eight, eight out of eviction. And um, that just makes you want to do more. And again, I think it, it's, it's brought a little bit of, this success with Charlie Hustle has brought a lot of responsibility to support our community and that's that's really been the fun part of, of building a business. Where do, <laughs> where do you see it evolving to? That's the last business question. Well, you know, we we've kind of we pivoted to local, but now we are growing kind of in an eight to ten state region. We have a, we're finding a lot of success in Nebraska and Iowa, um, specifically around partnering with colleges. Colleges, colleges is, is a great, and that's really what I wanted to do was collegiate sportswear. Um, I, I've got a passion for it. I love it. Um, but you can't get into Nebraska without having a bunch of red t-shirts. Um, but now we're building stuff for people that live in Omaha, uh, people that live in Iowa City. Uh, Arkansas is, is a growing market for us, and we're leveraging you know, college licensing to, to get in those markets, and we're seeing a lot of success. But We've sent sales reps out there now. We, it used to be Holly and I, and um, now we've built this great team that, uh, you know, other people from other markets can go touch and feel our product, and we can bring them back online and um, create loyal fans. I think that's what we're good at. 
transitioning <laughs> away from business a little bit because I mean we hang out we could talk for hours we probably should really really soon uh you've had the opportunity to experience a lot of cool stuff here locally um yeah. you know I've heard some of the, the travel stories uh but getting into my last completely not business related question are your questions coming. ever business related <laughs> one in four, like these 25 percent now what what's the coolest thing you've ever done aside from hang out with one of your friends and this guy who you pretend to be your friend sometimes. It's true. Well, I did just go. I love golf, so I love being here. I love seeing the simulator. Um, I did just get back from Pinehurst a couple of weeks ago. That was a great experience, and I think that's what life's about now. Um, you know, I have a, a baby girl at home. I got another girl on the way, a girl dad, um, and, you know, you kind of dwindle down uh, what do you value most in your life? And um, I love building business. I love, um, you know, having people in the office. It invigorates me. But I, I truly am a family man at the end of the day. I, I try to spend most of my time there. Um, and if not, I'm on the golf course. So Pinehurst was a really cool, um, one of the coolest things for me as of late. But uh, – you know, this business has brought great experiences. Uh, it's brought a Super Bowl. Um, I've, I've sat front row at a World Series. I've gone to the Kentucky Derby because of it. It's like, man. Um, and, you know, you got to sit there and, and count your blessings at times because it's, um, who knew, this little T-shirt company, uh, what, what you could do with it and what it would bring and what it would attract. So it's been fun. Since you've been in Kentucky, who makes better alcohol, people in Kansas City or people in Kentucky? We're talking about on average, or are we talking about no, like just specifics? Like the, single, the single better uh, option here. Yeah, answer. this is a we softball question. I mean, I, I'm drinking Rieger whiskey at home nowadays. So, um, especially at Rock Chalk Rye right now. Uh, and I'm not advertising this. It's just, you know. Just the truth. Yeah, it feels better when you're drinking stuff of champions, you know. Matt, so. every single day that you have <laughs> elected to drink whiskey, you have never picked a brand that wasn't Rieger. That is strangely true. <laughs> <laughs> Chase, on behalf of Emprise Bank, uh, the J. Regan Co. Distillery, Let It Fly Media, Swell Spark, it's been so fun to watch what you have done. It's been so fun to have you an ex as an example for what an entrepreneur can look like. And, and just to get to spend time with you. So congratulations on your success. I hope you sell a billion Rock Chalk Championship t-shirts. Yes, and uh, look forward to seeing how you continue to help Twin City grow. Awesome. Thanks, guys.